like Janet Jackson. You're in control. Yeah, yeah, you know it. <laughs> I'll cut Jay off there so we don't have him when we're singing. Jay, start the timer. Welcome to the Location Indie Podcast, a behind-the-scenes, unfiltered, no-holds-barred look at the realities of the location-independent lifestyle from two guys who are living that lifestyle. I'm Trav, and at least the boxes in my house that have been yet to be unpacked are hidden from view. <laughs> I'm Jason. Uh, we are the co-founders of Location Indie. I-N-D-I-E dot com. It's a community and many other things all about the travel, the freedom and the lifestyle. And we're going to talk about some freedoms today, Trav. And yes, it's true. I just moved. And what you're seeing behind me here on Skype is a pile of boxes that I just realized, you know, every call that I'm on, like with our Lifestyle Launch Academy students and um, our team and everything like that. I have this just giant pile of cardboard boxes filled with stuff in the back because we just moved to a new place. And I'm like, it's it's not very, it's not a good look, Trav. I need to streamline some things behind but me. But it's the reality. You do need to clean up. But it's the reality and it's a positive because it means that you are in a new situation. You're out of your 600 square foot <laughs> Oslo apartment into a three times bigger house. And uh, I think what's pretty crazy about recording this is since we last recorded, Jay, both of us have moved, which is, I, I don't know if there's some psychological thing in there where in the air, I started looking, you started looking at like, you know, tweak something in the other to, to make a decision. I don't know. But um, both of us are in new places. I would say better places. Uh, physically than the places we were before. I'm here in North Carolina on a house at the beach. You are in a place that is much bigger, finally big enough for your family of four. So you might have boxes in the back, but it's a positive development. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And uh, it takes uh, anybody that's moved, which is pretty much everybody, I think at some point knows the uh, the trials and tribulations of uh, getting your stuff from one place to another and... Then settling in, uh, which, you know, I've, Travis, I've never been good at settling in. I mean, after a decade plus on the road, I, I was like, I remember it was like pulling teeth to get me to just like buy a futon at first. I'm like, no, I don't want to own anything, man. This is going to like, this is going to take away my freedoms. But, uh, but slowly over time, I got used to the idea of like owning some things and now it's a, uh, you know, I'm a family man, so this is like more settled than I, I think I've ever been. But anyway, it's a good thing, and I am I am an expat here, so I do get uh some. I, I still feel like I get you get some, some extra cred. Yeah, I mean, you're living in another country. You know, you got some extra cred, um, man. Um, but today we are traveling. Talking. That's for sure. Anyway, we we got yeah. a lot to cover today. We should stop dilly dallying, as they say. Well, we're talking about freedoms today, and yes. we're going to talk about how. Every, you know, I like to use the term like there are seasons of life, right? And we kind of talk, we've talked about this in other podcasts about as a traveler, you know, you, some people start out as like the grungy backpacker. I'm only going to spend a few dollars on a hostel. That was me. That was you, you know, cause that's, that's the only way that you can kind of get out to see the world is a few is dollars. Do Don't get crazy, man. A few dollars. No. 
Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe one dollar. <laughs> uh, I did a one dollar or two dollar thing. That was my cheapest accommodation ever uh, per night. It was a private room as well. Um, but yeah, so we, you know, we talk about the seasons of life as a traveler, right? You and then you kind of maybe you want more convenience. You want you you're willing to pay for something nicer. You have more money, this and that. And likewise, the three freedoms that we're going to talk about today which form our triangle of freedom. And we'll talk exactly about what that is. Yes, Jay's throwing up the triangle on the video version of this podcast. It doesn't exist. Um, And why we believe in this triangle of freedom. And it's taken us a while, you know, it's a simple concept, but it's taken us a while to realize exact, to kind of come to this idea of a triangle of freedom, which I think, interestingly enough, the simplest concepts to understand are usually the ones that take you a longer time to come to the realization, right? It's it's easier to be complex and it's harder to be simple um, and to simplify everything down. But we've kind of simplified this idea of a lifestyle and having the ultimate lifestyle down to three freedoms. And if you have these three, um, or if you're working towards these three, you are working towards what we consider the ultimate goal, and that is your dream lifestyle. So we'll talk about that. And then we'll talk about how our priorities have changed based on these freedoms and which ones we prioritize now as opposed to which ones we prioritized in the past. So Jay, Triangle Freedom, throwing it up on the video version of the podcast, the Triangle Freedom. Let's just dive into what this actually is because again, simple concept, but if you get these three things, it allows you to own your own life and be the author of your own life. Yeah, well, three points in a triangle, right? And we've got three things. You got location freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom. And Trav, I was just thinking, you know, a triangle, in some ways it, it can remind me of a prism as well. So this can be the prism through which you view your uh, your location-independent pursuit, if you will. Yeah, because we talk about location independence, you know, we're called locationindie.com. But what we've come to realize is that that... This term location independence sells stuff short sometimes, right? Because it's it's one part of the triangle of freedom. It's location freedom. And the reason we actually named the company Location Indie to begin with was because in the beginning, both you and I, that was our main priority. Like when we started out, it was saying, hey, if I could only have one of these freedoms, it's that I don't want to be tied down to a location. And you know, we'll get into this of how, how our, it's changed. But when we were building this company seven, eight years ago, right in the beginning for you and I, it was like, I just want to be able to travel where I want, when I want. And it was this idea of location freedom. And so you'll see that a lot of times there's a little bit of overlap between the freedoms, right? Um, but for us, that was the main thing. And so we said location indie, we want to be location independent. And we were able to get to that point. We are able to fulfill that part of the triangle. And for me, Jay, and I'll let you speak to that, that was the first one that I achieved was this idea of, of location independence. And when I was achieving that, I, I didn't even really think about the other two at that point. Uh, I, I mean, I, I guess I knew in my head that, that I wanted that eventually, but it was like, they weren't my goal. It was just like, how can I travel where I want and live where I want? Yeah. And in fact, uh, what was the same for me and my first location independent 
gig was doing business development as a consultant. And I didn't own my time really because I mean, I, in a way I did, I didn't have to, um, you know, get up at a certain time. Maybe that was a consequence of being in different locations because of the time zone changes. But, uh, it was all about the location freedom, the same Trav. I mean, it was, it was all about the travel. I don't want to be stuck in a place where I can not leave and I only have two weeks of vacation a year and uh, somebody else can dictate when I can take off to go travel and do something right so yeah like you I mean it wasn't like I I didn't discount the idea of like okay well then yeah I I don't want to necessarily be beholden to like a nine to five job but I didn't care as much about exactly how much I was making or exactly how much free time I had. It was all about getting that location freedom so I could have the flexibility to be on the move. And, uh, you know, these other freedoms, they were certainly, I don't know if they were on the radar, but they were, they're a sort of a natural part of entrepreneurship in a way. They can be, but we do think it's like with the triangle of freedom specifically, it's good to be intentional about these things, right? Because it just makes you, if you're trying to free up your time so you can own your time, you're trying to get financial freedom, we can talk about what those things are in a minute, you're you're just most likely going to be smarter about how you operate your business, how you go about things, because you're working towards more freedom, right? More freedom means you're, you're probably doing less. If you have more time, that means you're not doing as much work, which means you've probably figured out how to get help, how to systemize your business, things like that. If you have uh, more financial freedom, means you're probably providing a lot of value in your business. You're probably doing a good job uh, serving people and helping them out and, and you're getting the financial benefits from that. So, you know, we are all about this holistic approach and I think the triangle feed them is kind of a, uh, encapsulates that holistic approach. Yeah, I know that if you're listening to this, you probably have a, you probably have more of an idea of the lifestyle that you want to have than Jay and I did when we were starting out because I was not listening to a podcast about location independence. I didn't I just kind of stumbled onto the term. At that point everyone was using digital nomad, you know, I kind of realized location independence. So like you said, now I can see how one plays into another, plays into another. But I, I'm going to ask you for your time, and I'll give you mine right now, of when, to me, there was this aha moment of, oh my gosh, I need to have location independence. And at that point, I can tell you that I was not thinking about, hey, in an entrepreneur mindset, well, if I build location independence, I do it right, then I can get time freedom, and then I can also get financial freedom. I was simply right. thinking about, I don't want to be in this spot. Like, I was not further down the yep. road than that. No, and, um, I was the that's same. Why, yeah, and that's why we want to talk to you about this today, because some of you might not be prioritizing location freedom over financial freedom yet, or time freedom. Well, again, we'll give kind of go a little deeper as we continue talking about these into our stories and then tell you how it shifted. But for me, my aha moment was uh, that I was living in Japan and I was being a teacher. So I had I was an expat in Japan. So I I had moved my life somewhere and taken a big leap, but I certainly didn't have location freedom because my job was tied to living in Japan. And if I wanted to continue to live in Japan, I had to keep taking on this teaching job. And I knew that we didn't want to live in Japan anymore. And so what I started doing was looking for 
teaching jobs that would take me to other parts of the world in, in international schools specifically because, you know, a, a lot of people that I knew and, and were following, you know, you get an international teaching job in Switzerland, you do two years there, then you go to Brazil, then you go to Chile, you know, like you can keep bumping around the world basically for your 30 years of teaching if you want. And it's not a bad gig, but it meant that you were signing like one or two year contracts and that you you couldn't just say, well, I'm sick of being in Japan or I'm sick of being in Switzerland. I'm going to go and do this work somewhere else. You you kept tying yourself down, even though there were short contracts. In yeah, the contracts, I mean, you could like right? take a year off, but you weren't then you would be unemployed. Right. right. And yeah, so just... this aha moment happened when I applied for this job at the International School of, of Rio de Janeiro. And I had a buddy who was working there. And it was basically the best gig you could ask for as a teacher. They'd hooked me up with a two-bedroom apartment on Ipanema Beach that they'd pay for. You had Brazilian holidays and U.S. holidays because it, they worked on an American calendar. So you're getting a bunch of days off. My buddy worked there. Uh, the pay was like sixty to 65000 U.S. a year. So like it was... A, if I wanted to be an international school teacher, it was an awesome entry point into that world. And he got me an interview. I applied. Uh, they were offering me like the 10th grade social studies position. It it was as good as it gets. And I remember getting off that call of, of them offering me the job and thinking, I don't want to do this because I don't know that I want to live in Brazil for two years. And my wife, Heather, was like, well, what do you mean? <laughs> like, and I just said, well, we're, we've been here in Japan for a year and a half. And, you know, it, it was a tough two years. Like, it was cool, but I don't know if I want to go to another culture and commit two whole years to that again, even though it sounds amazing. And at that point, I realized, well, I got to figure out a way to do something that doesn't tie me down to a location. And it scared me, but it was the, it was the moment where I, whether I knew the word location independence or not at that point, I, I don't know, probably not, but I, I knew I needed that. I knew I needed to be able to work from anywhere and not be tied down to a location. Yeah. Wow. As you were describing the job, I was like, that sounds cool. I'm, uh, hey, I wonder if it's I'm still ready. open. Sign me up. <laughs> Sign me up. I'm going to live at the beach in Impanima. By the way, uh, fun fact, it's where I met my wife. So just a other fun fact, there. I've never even been to Brazil yet before that <laughs> or after that. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's great. I mean, I think uh, there's no better motivator than I, I have my own version of kind of kind of that mine evolved a little bit more over time, though. I, I think um, having spent a lot of years working and traveling on the road, doing touring jobs, I was coming out of that um, at getting kind of burnt out. And then I was like, actually fine to be in one place, but I didn't want to give up the lifestyle of travel forever, right? One of the last road gigs I did was uh, being a tour manager for this like uh, sort of famous rock band, right? And we were touring around. It was just such an amazing Wait, can job. can you not say the name? I mean, uh, it was this band, know. Matt and Kim. Uh, yeah. So um, so they, they were uh, just awesome people. We had such a blast on on the tour. And I was like, wow, this is just so cool. Like um, I, I get to be around music, um, um, touring. But at the same time, I was like, uh, you know, I'm kind of burnt out on the road, but I still love to travel, but I don't maybe want to do it th like where I'm doing it nonstop, but I want to be able to control it. Right. And when they asked me to kind of very similar to you as like, they wanted me to continue on as their tour manager. Cause I was with them for about a year or a year and a half. Um, and they were going to start touring internationally. And I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like, we're going on an international tour, you know, Europe and Australia and who knows where else. 
And then I was just like, it was a bit of my, uh, I guess, what did they say? A come to Jesus moment. I was like, well, this sounds amazing. This would be amazing and an awesome experience, but I would be sort of like along for the ride on their dream and not following my dream, right? And I didn't know how I was going to get there. I didn't know what my dream was or what it was supposed to be, but I felt inside my soul that there was something I was supposed to be doing that wasn't just going to be the normal thing, right? So then it took a little time. I had to like actually come off the road and I took like a regular job, but going into that, I'm like, I knew like that wasn't going to be a forever thing. So then it was the process of figuring out how to be location independent so I didn't have to be doing a quote unquote regular job. And having turned down this amazing experience and having known all the other experiences I had and how awesome they were, I'm just like, you know, just like you kind of saying no to that means like you can't then like, it's almost like it's accountability, (laughs) right? Like I'm not, I can't do something normal now. Like I I just, like I said no to this amazing thing. Like I got to do something for myself. That's like, cool and that's sort of in line with like who i am and what i want and i want to make an impact on the world but i want to be location independent and have that uh location freedom so that was uh, how it evolved for me and the word you used in there is control and so if people hear this word freedom and it might seem a little abstract like well how do i know if i've gotten to location freedom or how do i know if i've gotten to time freedom Th- those might be a little more those might be easier to understand, but how do I know if I've gotten to financial freedom? One word that you can substitute or one question you can ask yourself is like, am I the one in control? Now, this doesn't mean that you'll be in control all the time, even though we both have location freedom now, we both have time freedom, you know, you and I, um, and we're and we're working towards financial freedom. We'll discuss that in a second. That doesn't mean there aren't times where, oh my gosh, someone else tells me they have to do something at a certain time and I and I you know I I 100% of the time get to make the decision but are you making the decision are you essentially driving the bus when it comes to where you're located and then your time and so we'll talk about time now and and I think it's pretty self-explanatory but the time freedom you know essentially just means hey I'm getting to decide when I do these things very easy way to understand someone who doesn't have time freedom is if you work a regular nine to five job and someone says like, you have to be here at this time and then you have, and and this is when you're done work. And so what I think with the pandemic happened is a lot of people were given maybe the first taste of location freedom because now all of a sudden they don't have to go into the office and they're even able to work from home. So yeah, you might not be able to just buzz off to Thailand and work in a totally different time zone, but you're, 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 you know, it's a, it's a scale. You've got more location freedom than you did before. So I think that that is something that's been a positive of this pandemic is that a lot of people are saying, wait a second, I, I, I am going to be able to have a little more location freedom, or I do have a little more location. freedom. This is pretty cool. And then, but the time freedom they, they might not have because it's still thought that they should be on their computer from set hours or they're still answering emails at set hours. So when we talk about time freedom, Jay, you, you mentioned this and I said this too. I wasn't necessarily that worried about time freedom when it came to uh, the first step, which I wanted was location freedom. But pretty quickly, what I realized is if I wanted to have true location freedom, I also wanted to have kind of it's like buddy right? It's partnering crime of time freedom because 
if I was tied down to a regular nine to five, yeah, that's cool that I can like, let's say nine to five Eastern standard time in the U S well, yeah. Could I go to Europe? Sure. But then all of a sudden, as you know, because you're in Europe and sometimes you have to do stuff Eastern standard time with our team, you're them working at night. Or if you're in Thailand, you're getting up in the middle of the night. So, you know, I, I pretty quickly realized that I did have a decent amount of time freedom right off the bat. Um, it was a slippery slope and I think we'll save this whole thing for another episode because I think it will make its own episode of when you have time freedom. Okay, cool. How do you actually get stuff done when you're the one who's in charge and you're not used to being the one in charge? So put that on the docket, Jay, as another episode to do um, of effective time freedom. But yeah, this was the second domino to fall for me was, all right, well, now I can work when I want and I'm not beholden because I'm not working for anyone else. I know Chris is buzzing us out right now, but we are not done this episode. Unless no, this is our two, this Trav. is our main thing, gotta, Jay. Triangle yeah, freedom. We've got to we got to keep this rolling. So, um, yes, uh, and you mentioned in the beginning it being self-explanatory, but we are going to go a little deeper, like everything that Trav explained. And I think we can break this down into uh, at least two things for me, and and the second thing will sort of segue to financial freedom. Uh, you know, when you think about the time freedom, you're really thinking about the lifestyle, right? It's like you know, and the perfect example for me right now is like I can get up, um, I can hang out with my kids, I can linger over my coffee, and you know, there's all these other parents. Like we we actually have a daycare that they go to. Um, this is just an example of for my life right now. Uh, this looked different before, right? Before I had kids, but um, I don't have to like rush them to the daycare at a certain time. I don't even have to take them to the daycare if I just decide I want to stay home with them and hang out. I want to take them somewhere or whatever. Um, and a lot of these parents don't have that luxury. They're these kids. They got to go in at, you know, a certain time cause they got to get to work and then come back and they get picked up at the same time every day. And, um, you know, I, I like to have that control of your time because what you have control of is your lifestyle, right? You're, you're, you're saying, okay. And that doesn't mean like we said, you're not going to have to do things at certain times, but you're setting yourself up to have control of your lifestyle, to own your time. And there is nothing, of course, more valuable than your time, right? Getting to have possession of how you use your time, for the most part, that is, at least for me now, I I, I could say that that is the most important part of the triangle. It's just, it's just something you cannot get back. You can always make more money. You know, I have had the location freedom for a while and maybe I'm a little bit more settled down now anyway. So the time thing, it's kind of shifted from the location thing to the time thing being probably the most valuable for me at this moment. But um, so, you know, owning your time in that way, definitely, I think a lot tied in with the lifestyle. And then the second thing you have to think about is the the time you put into work, right? So it, this and this goes along with the financial freedom piece, right? It is possible to work less and earn more money, right? To use less hours working. That is time too. You don't have to work 40, 50, 60 hours, 80 hours to make the salary you're making. Entrepreneurship does not have a ceiling, as everybody knows. There is no income ceiling. So I think going into it a lot of times, a big fear, and this was a big mindset thing for me, was like, oh my gosh, am I ever going to make enough to like as much as I do at my regular job? I'm ever going to be able to replace like a normal income and now my thinking is just so much bigger. It's like, well, there is no ceiling on the income, and on, on, on the same token, there is no floor on the amount of times that a uh, time that you can. Uh, well, I guess there is a floor. It's zero, zero hours, right? Zero hours would be the floor, like 
for the amount of time that you put into the work, right? So time freedom to me also means working less and earning more. Yeah, great point. Time freedom, essentially, when you're working, you get to choose, as you said, like you're in control of your time. And the second part is how much. And there's a, there's a book out there that Jay and I are a part of, well, an informal book club. This just happened a couple of weeks or a couple of days ago. I'm I've like, been hey, wanting to do re- this for a while. We sh- we'll talk about that. Maybe we'll we add will. it to the podcast. You know, we will. But there was a book that was called essentially like how to how to make yourself worth five thousand dollars an hour. Now, spoiler alert: Jay and I are not worth five thousand dollars an hour at this point. But the idea is that you can keep. Like my goal is to work 20 hours a week, make those super effective hours and make my hourly rate really high, right? I'm not trying to work 40, 50, 60 to make more. And so now we'll get into financial freedom. But I think you made a really great point. When you're working is part of time freedom and how much you're working. And I would echo your sentiment that to me right now, time freedom is the most important of the freedoms. If someone said to me, you have to live here, but you can work whenever you want. And I think this is probably because we have kids or they said you can live anywhere, but you're stuck into this eight hour working time. I would I would choose the fact that I could work when yeah. I wanted, even if they told me I had to be a certain place. I wouldn't be yeah. happy about it. I don't yeah. want to give up location freedom. No. But I would be okay with it. Um, and before I would, I would be, have choose, I would have chosen the other, right? Yes, I mean, just exactly. like, I just want to go travel somewhere and be somewhere. It doesn't really matter. I'll work yeah. whenever. You know? I don't care if I'm getting up at 1 a.m., but I'm in Thailand. Now I'm like, right. well, I don't care if I'm in Minnesota in the winter. I mean, I do care if I'm in Minnesota in the winter. But if I can wake up and, like you said, be with my kids and work X amount of time, like 20, 25 hours a week and have freedom to do other stuff, yeah, it wouldn't be ideal, but it'd be better than the alternative. So that brings us to the, to the third freedom, which maybe is a little more abstract or a little harder to wrap your head around, and that's financial freedom. And I think there's two parts of financial freedom as well, Jay, that are two, let's say maybe two levels, or at least I've seen two levels in my life. Maybe even like there, there's probably another one in between, let's say. In my life, maybe there's three levels. The first was, I just want to make enough that I don't have to go and take a regular job. Exactly what you said. Like I want to make, and in my head, that was starting off as an entrepreneur, that was $3,000 a month. I was like, when I move home from Japan, if my blog, Extra Pack of Peanuts, can make $3,000 a month, then I don't have to go take an entry-level job. Because that was, you know, I would have made more as a teacher, but that I could live off $3,000 a month. I didn't have kids, things like that. So that was my first, I guess, first financial freedom. I got to get to a level where this is replaces the income that I was making. So if everyone's number will be different, but I think the concept is the same. I want it to be able to, to sustain the lifestyle that I currently have or, or a similar lifestyle that I currently have. So that's like, Financial freedom level one. Level two came when we launched the second Paradise Pack. And for me, you know, it's again, numbers going to be different. Just for anybody listening the first time, that was just a project we did a while back. It was a bundle sale with some different educational products. Yeah. And so, so I hit that $3,000 a month level. Not, not really, it wasn't clean like that, but let's say I was, it was now my full-time job, but I was scraping by, I was living basically month to month. I, you know, I wasn't putting anything away. And then we did our second paradise pack and that gave, at least in, on my, in my life, that gave me the first cushion. That was like financial freedom part two of like, okay, I don't have a lot in the bank, 
but I have something in the bank that I can draw on, like a tiny nest egg where I'm not basically going month to month. I've done a project or I've, I've gotten a client or whatever that has put money away that I have, let's say, maybe two months of savings, something like that. It, it's a small nest egg. And again, the numbers will be different for everyone. But that was like a little bit of sense of relief saying, oh my gosh, I'm not working really hard this month to basically make ends meet. And I'm not exactly worried about going back to a regular job. I wasn't totally sure that I was an entrepreneur, right? I, but I, I was like, well, I've done it to a bigger degree now, not just month to month. And then I would say the third level is one that, that I'm still shooting for. And, and you can speak to this too. I believe that you're still going for this third level, but it's another big jump. And that big jump then is I want to have a big enough nest egg put away that if something drastic happened and everyone has a different amount of months, but I would say like I have enough put away in the bank that if something happened, I could live off this savings for a year or two. And, and so I'm actually going through the process as we've been talking uh, the last couple of months, Jay, of figuring out what does that number look like? What are my expenses per month? And then how much would I need to live off a nest egg for a year or two? And so that's the big picture goal for me. And I know there's the FIRE movement out there, which is financial independence, retire early. They have their own numbers of like 4% and stuff like that. You know, you could take whatever numbers you want. But to me, that's the third goal of like, okay, I have a legit nest egg in place that now I'm not even really worried about what we're bringing in per month necessarily because I ha I'm comfortable with the amount of savings I have. Yeah. And uh, as you can hear, and as it relates to the triangle freedom that we're talking about today, the financial freedom portion, and really all of these are a bit ma malleable in some way, right? So it's like, yeah, we're not saying financial freedom means like you have to work to the bone until you've got, you know, $10 million in the bank, F you money, and then you, and then you've now achieved the triangle, right? Like, uh, you know, the triangle freedom is the lifestyle that you, e e basically equals the lifestyle you want, right? And you can kind of define what each of those freedoms mean to you. The importance of them will kind of like maybe shift around the triangle, uh, maybe hitting all three equally at some point, depending on where you are in your life. And um, so we just thought, you know, this whole idea of a triangle of freedom, location freedom, time freedom, and financial freedom, as Trav just explained for him, means some different levels. And for you, it might mean something else. This is just a, uh, we think it's a powerful sort of framework to kind of uh, approach everything that you're doing and everything you're trying to build with, uh, with your lifestyle business. Because there is something special about building a business through a, a prism or a lens like this because you are not saying, um, all right, well, you know, I have to buckle down, you know, in order to like make these millions of dollars I want to make or whatever the case is, I need to work 80 hours a week. I need to like, you know, do all these things. It's like, well, no, this is, this triangle kind of represents the the things that you want, right? So like, what does that mean to you? How is that going to be, um, implementing in your business, in your life, all that kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, I just wanted to kind of summarize that, Trav. I know we've we've kind of touched on all three points of the triangle. Um, do you have anything else to that you want to add? Yeah, I think it's important for people to realize that they're, everyone's going to prioritize different things at different points. And you're, you're probably not going to be able to get to all three. Like the same day, it's going to be like, oh my gosh, I've achieved all three. <laughs> ah, like the triangle freedom comes down from the heavens and like, you know, implants itself on your chest. It's, 
<laughs> it is a process and it's a continuum, right? And so Jay and I have achieved time freedom to a very high level, location freedom to a very high level, and financial freedom to to a, I'd say, a middle to high level, right? And so, you know, to me, that essentially is saying, well, now based on I our definition, right? Based yeah. on what we want, right? And now I have yeah. achieved the triangle freedom, but that doesn't mean I'm not going to continually try to tweak it and make it better. For me, time. Okay, well, how can you actually start tracking your time to make sure you're only working 25 hours a week or 20 hours a week, right? Financial freedom. I talked about hitting that third level, right? Location freedom for me. How do I tweak that? To me, that might look like three months here, three months here, three months here. So you're constantly playing with what it means for you. And so I think that people will and can realize that, that it's it's not always going to be this like one shot answer for everyone. And I did want to mention as well, Jay, and we'll, as we get out of here, I do want to ask you this question. I think what you prioritize, because if you can't hit all three at once, you do have to look at your life and say, well, what am I prioritizing right now in this season of my life? And so for me, you know, in the beginning, it was location freedom above all else. I didn't even really think about the other stuff. Then it became obvious, oh, I want to have time freedom. I don't care about the financial freedom. I'm young enough. I have time to make more money, you know, this or that. And then the financial freedom kind of kind of fell into place as we as we started looking at it. Now with kids and being older and being 37, now I'm looking at, I'm like, well, and it's a little hard to say because we do have time and, and location freedom. But now I'm looking at and say, all right, well, my priorities have shifted where I definitely value time freedom the most, but I'm also shooting for the next level of financial freedom and location freedom has kind of taken a back seat. I'm not as bummed about needing to move around as much because for me right now, location freedom means like I'm kind of fine settling in where I am a little bit. Um, so I just wanted to ask you, like, how have yours shifted? Because before mine would be location one, time two, financial three. And now it's kind of like, Time one, financials two, but it's the one that I'm working most towards. And then location has kind of taken the back seat in this third. Yep. That's uh, the same for me. And, uh, you know, part of the financial piece is figuring out how to take whatever cash you have and where to put it in a way that gives you even more time freedom and even more financial freedom. Like, you know, if you're doing that right, then you're getting, you're increasing those freedoms as well right so this is where like it kind of you're just working your way kind of around the triangle back and forth and it's all kind of feeding into each other at a certain point right uh and i mean investing is a good example of that right now okay you have a, a nest egg now well that's great but like what how can you put it to use to get more financial freedom and then to um you know create maybe some more passive income streams or that that can give you more time freedom you know, down the road or whatever. So um, these things do all play into each other. And this is why uh, we just love the triangle of freedom as a, as a concept, as an, as a visual image that you can kind of picture right in your head very easily. If you need three symbols, you know, I always use like the globe, a clock and a dollar sign. There you go. Bam. Clip art, baby. There it is. You can, <laughs> Microsoft <laughs> Paint. You could draw a triangle freedom and put those <laughs> things in. Yeah, I think I'd love to hear from you guys if if you listen to this and it resonated with you because this idea of a triangle freedom is one that we've been working over and touched on a, a bit, you know, in the over the years, but it's really kind of clarified as our main mission now is getting people to this triangle of freedom. 
through the use of a side hustle, right? And building a side hustle to to ultimately get you out of your nine to five or, or we should say regular job and towards the triangle of freedom and on the path towards the triangle of freedom. And so you'll see us going forward talk about this a lot more. So you'll be in the know now. When we say triangle freedom, you'll be like, oh yeah, this is, I get it. This is what these guys stand for. And it really does, if you can work towards achieving all three of those, that then leads you to the lifestyle that Jay used the magic word, I think earlier, control. Like you are in control of your lifestyle because you're controlling your finances, you're controlling your time, and you're controlling where you are in your location. And that's the ultimate goal that I think everyone listening probably has. Like Janet Jackson, you're in control. Yeah, yeah, you know it. (laughs) If you guys are not part of our, I'll I'll cut Jay off there so we don't have anyone saying. If you're not part of our community, if you're not part of our email list, check it out, locationindie.com. We'll keep you in the loop. We send out a weekly newsletter, plus we have a lot of goodies. And we have some really cool stuff coming up Over the next year, Jay and I have started prioritizing our time more, which means bigger picture planning over 12 months. And so we know what's coming up over the next 12 months. But if you want to be in the know, make sure you hop on the email list, locationindie.com. And one last tidbit, if you are somebody who's in a job and you want to start working towards the triangle of freedom, the best way to do that is to start a side hustle business. And that's something we teach as well over uh, over there at locationindie.com. So sign up over there to get more info on that. Trav, it's been a blast. Uh, I got to go. I got to clean up some boxes. So, you know, I got some unpacking to do. But uh, always a yeah. pleasure, my man. Yeah, man. This is this is 140th of my work, work week now. 30 minutes. I'm only working 20 hours a week. You've had me for 140th of work week. We'll chat <laughs> soon, guys. Thanks man. for joining us. All right. Take care.